you go to page two on your Chaya Adam copy, which we still didn't finish, and I want to show you the Medrash Tanchuma and the Sefer Sitim he was bringing down. So, as you saw last night, this uh, small shtickle has three or four major themes, which Mr. Sham will be able to expand on, but right now we're focusing on the tefillah that might be tefillah Beit Sarah, even regular tefillah, you don't have to give up. Quite often, you shouldn't. We mentioned a scenario where you can pull back once in a while for something that's been the state of affairs for a long time and accept partially or fully that that is not part of the um, what I call the job description. If it's something that's absolutely necessary and vital for your ruchni, is you can't give up. So, and I want to just make that absolutely clear we did last night but it's a hard those funny things when you hear uh, sound bites uh, you can't uh, be davening for the ability to learn more and practice Shmir Salosh and Shmir Sanayim and all the other mitzvahs and say well I'm not very good at it and it hasn't been working for years that well and therefore I give up most of it's not negotiable the example we gave is if a person is uh, hopefully paying the bills or everybody's clothes fed has heat and rightfully so he wants it to be a little bit easier and it hasn't changed in a long time he has every right to continue to daven and it could change from one minute to the next it could also not Um, the stifler is mentioning that it often is a combination of a formula of many many tefillahs a certain timeline different schusim different things going on that it might contribute to or that it's not good for you and it could be a kaleidoscope of those things, and it could be not good for you at one point in life. The mazel can change once you pass or the alternative, and it's a different Isayan. And there are so many millions of cheshbenes that involve you and how it interacts with other people. And this is the cheshbenes and shamayim that not only we're not privy to, but it certainly wouldn't be healthy if we were. Uh, our job is to do Ratzon Hashem as an Eved, and Eved is not supposed to be privy. If we were, it would undo our status as an Eved and doing it Lashma. If we keep asking, well, I'd like to know the Cheshmer of the Schaif Ha'inish, where we're holding this hour, that would defeat the whole purpose of everything and the, defeat the whole purpose of working on the Bitochen and the Nisianus of life. So that's uh, an important thing to uh, internalize that everybody knows, but to chazer over. Last four lines before we go to the Makaris he brought down. On page two, the end of the first paragraph, the end of the line, Beker Ma Shenid Meloi, three lines from the bottom. Beker Ma Shenid Meloi, Shenanan and he says, an important thing to add is that many people think that the tefillah is not answered and he's davening for a long time. So, besides the fact that the answer might be no and that's what's best for you, or you didn't hit that number or that timeline, he puts a, another possible terutz, which is probably the most common of the terutzim. So that's very important. Alpha Pishas Baal says, Rav, Why? How do you know you weren't answered? He davens to be safe, and he davens to have Brias uh, to be able to do this, and have the kind of you don't, you're making an assessment, well, it's not what you wanted to the extent you wanted it, 
Well, maybe without the tefillah, you wouldn't have had any of it. Maybe the tefillah was pile that you were saved from half or three quarters or 90% or 95%. Again, anybody who would be privy to this, should check their pulse. Because if you are privy to too much information, you might be in Shemayim, which is, which is fine when it's the proper time. But not because I'd ask too many questions, because... Everything will be answered instantaneously as soon as the neshama is out of the body. But we have a job to do while we're down here, and that's not part of the job to know what's going on all over the world and what all the cheshbenes are. So, basically, he says, How do you know? And the tefillah took off some of the blunted some of the Midas uh, Adin, the sharpness of it, and in Shamayim, the Midas HaRachamim, because of Yitzchus and Yitzvilah, was put more into the equation. Tefillah, Sasa Mechsa, Kedam Rabbi Shom Alevi, and Kehena, Kehena, there are a million and one gradations of this. That's also important to keep in mind. Mikre Tefillah, last paragraph, Hushiei Bachna Balev Nishpar. Also a very important ingredient is that you have to come as an Evid Bifnei Rabbah. Remember the original Makar we had a few weeks ago was that the Mabit used this, you shouldn't be asking for too much in an area that you don't need more than what's necessary. Is You're supposed to be in only at the doorstep bashfully asking for what you have to ask for because you have no choice and that's the way it goes and in Tefillah it's to be able to daven and ask for these things but it has to be with Achna, not that it's coming to you. So that's why I said the Akdam of this piece less than me. He put so many different sugyas into each line, but it can't be with Gaiva, it has to be with Achna. Lev Nishpur is because you have to assume there are Averis that are playing a role over here. Kamavakesh, Mamish. And you're asking, and even that has parameters. And certainly, the Ayat chutzpah would be to be Anif Ne'amelech, and the Melech opens the door, and then you're just rattling off words, and you're in some other place. We won't list places, it's not necessary. Or you're saying the words and looking at your phone, but we already took care of that last night. So, that's the Iker ingredient, that's why it ends with this. So, just to the two points he made, take a look at page 3, you will see a Medjur Shmuel. Fascinating measures just to see what he was bringing down inside that needs more Hezbo than we have time for now. But he did talk about a timeline, and we don't know what that time is. We don't know the number of tefillahs, and we don't know the amount of kavana, and the amount of months or years. So it gives you a list of G'dayle Elam in Tanakh. It's a short list. There are many more examples, but all these are very famous. So everything here will look familiar. The way the Cheshpin is put in terms of the years is quite interesting. Have you seen the second line? It's a Medjushmul, Parashadal. Yesh Tfilah, Shehi Nenes, Lamid Shona. There's some Tfilah that takes 30 years. The rise would be Yesif. Now, Yesif had his Tfilahs accepted to get out of jail, and he became Viceroy at the age of 30. We wouldn't have numbered that as it took 30 years for Tfilahs, because he'd have to be davening for this when he was one day old. So it's interesting that. So the answer is, he was actually davening when he was very young. Part of the mistake that he made in his madrigal was because he was very young. But he already had chalimus, he had become king, and he was trying to put it into effect and tell his brothers about it and make achanas. 
which were all important, maybe a little bit too early in that case, but the tefillah certainly intensified when he was kidnapped and almost killed and sold to Mitzrayim in a foreign environment. Then he gets thrown in jail after an accusation that never happened. And that went on for many, many years. Was it the entire 30 years? Obviously not. But they're giving a number, meaning he spent most of his life, davening most of his life was spent in pretty pressurized conditions, even before he was kidnapped and sold, because there was tension with the brothers, and he was just trying to fulfill what his tachzah would be, and whether mistakes were made along the way, but the tefillah certainly got him at the end of the day, with all the mistakes, the tefillah got him to where he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be viceroy, supposed to be saving Klai, so that was most of his life. So it puts it here as 30 years, and it does the same with the other examples. Yesed ben Lamed Yayim, Shana, when he became viceroy. Yesh Tefillah, he didn't stop davening then. Yesh Tefillah, Shehi Nenes, just, there's a lot more to say. Maybe somebody remind me during Parshas Vayeshev next year, because the way the Medjish puts it, it wasn't just that, which we would never think of Yesef Tzadik, he was a young man, it's like telling his brothers, he felt that was a chayv kaddish, and from early on he had this premonition, this ruach kaddish, that he had a very unusual job description, and it was all true. Shailiz had to get there, but he was davening from very early on, and that didn't uh, didn't leave him for a moment the, the sense of achrayis. That was all very positive, except question is, in hindsight, how much should he have mentioned to the shifte kaf? But that's for next year. This one, I don't have to give any pshatam on. This taka was three days. Yaina was thrown off a ship, almost got killed. And um, it's ironic how somebody just walked in, as I mentioned Yaina, by the way. Just wanna, did you notice that? I just want to point that out. That is there, is there a Hashem in the world? We know that already, but we have constant riots every day. It was almost the uh, split second. So, Yaina, if anybody didn't understand that, ask him afterwards. There's, um, he's probably an honor, he's not going to tell you, but ask anybody who was in shul. Uh, you'll, you'll hear a good story about Mafta Yaina. So, um, Lamaisa, he was in a very uncomfortable position for three days, and he davened, and Lakash even, so to speak, made it more lachats. He should daven even harder. We're dealing primarily in this part of the Shia with Tfilah Beis Sarah. This was a classic Tfilah Beis Sarah. He almost got killed, and he was in serious sakana. It's not really for humanoids to spend time inside a large fish. It's dangerous. Just the general toxic air and other conditions there. And then when you get transferred to another one who's highly expecting, it's even more toxic. That was Mamasha Tfilah Beis Sarah. So you would think, Tfilah Beis Sarah, Yaina is such a tzaddik, is the God of the tefillah would last five minutes. How long did it take to have the Yeshua? Three days is a long time in that context. Just in case you're wondering, we had 30 years, went to three days. Three days is a long time to be in such a, a matzav. So, he didn't know the timeline? No, he just kept on davening. This is a fascinating one. I told you, we're, we're getting a cross-section of Tanakh, hand-picked for the diversity of three days, 30 years. Now we have an example of a tefillah that got answered before you finished saying the tefillah. That's beyond quick. Who's that? Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu started diving and creates Yantzah. Klai in trouble. Hashem said, why are you diving? Just go. Just walk in. So he didn't even think, he planned on saying a whole lot, but he didn't know how long the Nisayim would live. Well, the Mitzrayim were advancing, but 
He had more time than that, so he didn't even finish the tefillah. And he told, tefillah is accepted, just go. And for Moshe Rabbeinu, for other people, that's a little unusual. But depending on the sakana and how drastic it is, it so, could happen, and Moshe Rabbeinu had that tchus, and it worked. So it says the was accepted? Oh, yeah. Moshe Rabbeinu started davening. It was an Klai Yisrael's cornered. So, started davening. What, how did you learn it? That's the Chiddush of this Medjah Shmuel. That's why I couldn't, I could not copy this. <laughs> That's his quoting. What? You had a, but what was your shot? Is Moshe knew this Tefillah was answered at that spot, or you just... It was obviously answered. They were in a big, big dilemma ten seconds ago, and Moshe Rabbeinu, as the leader, started davening. And he started getting the words out, and Hashem said, go. It wasn't the time to if that's not a tefillah accepted, what is it? It wasn't the time to daven. I thought no, maybe. Mm, no, the time for davening is when, this is classic Ramban. Remember, we're still in the Ramban. Esara triggers the tefillah. Tefillah de Reisa, Moshe davened. It lasted one second, three seconds, four seconds, however long it lasted. And Hashem said, go. Go means you have a path forward, literally and figuratively. Make a path forward. So his tefillah was accepted. If we were wondering, well, maybe he didn't, it's almost like not noticed in the Pussy, but it says Moshe started davening. So, Nachshem and another was Nachshem and another. So, you need somebody to be a Nachshem, hence the expression. We need a Nachshem, right? So, he jumped in, but first you had to have a path forward. So, Kosh Baruch Hu said, Go. No, nope, everybody's uh, okay with that? Until Sadiq Asakasha in a moment. So, well, <laughs> it makes you look at the pus again, like, wait a second, is that what happened over there? So, the Medrash is, talk about extreme examples. We went from 30 years and you had a three day example. Now we have an example of three seconds or whatever. We don't know how long it was. And go. And by the way, there's a lot of raid on Matitakalai. Matitakalai sounds like, what's your Havamina? Why are you dominating? But he was dominating and it was answered. <laughs> Whatever you say, Matitakalai, it was. It's done. Go. You say, so why am I sure about Davin? It was an Aesara. The Rabbano that triggers the Chiyav Daraisa. I can not Davin. Do you have the waiting room open, by the way? Because usually when there's nobody on the screen. Um, just got to uh, make sure. This is how I'm looking. There's a lot of people on there. Okay. You understand? So there was a, there was a very short, or a, either there was a short tefillah or there was no tefillah. It was about the Davin. However, you want to read this, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you does have Eliezer Eben Avram. I don't know if there's a Sarah, but as he finished his tefillah, his when Rishka came out. Yes, but he finished the tefillah. Over here, we almost, you know, you blink and he's like, lie, like, don't daven now, just go. But the Medjish share, Medjish most clearly learning that that was the tefillah helped. The matzah is not like there was a taina. What you daven for? What you have made? The Ramban says there was the neisara that triggers the race of tefillah. That's how the medrash is learning. That it's still in the list. There's a list here. How long does it take to have the tefillah accepted? The answer is we never know. And here's some very diverse examples. How long will the neisayin last? We don't know. But keep davening. That's why it's on this list. Next one is quite fascinating. Amar, but the last one live. Yamsham so the classic example of tefillah, there are many classic examples but if you had a short list, Chana would be on there and the Gemara Brachas learns tefillah from Chana and she waited many years the Medrash now posed the question how long did she wait? it's not Mavur in Tanakh 
How many years was she waiting for a child? How many years was she davening? So the major says, we don't know, but maybe you can figure out based on a raya, a heckish of sorts. And there's a machlekes. Again, go back to the first version of the numbers we're talking about over here. Amavina was 100 years old when his tefillah was accepted to have a child. It doesn't mean he was davening when he was one day old. As a matter of fact, he was searching for a Baruch when he was three. It means uh, if you round off, it's give or take a century. And sorry, man, it was give or take 90 years. That was their age. So, Rabbi Shimon Lakish, Rish Lakish wants to tell you that Chana Mastama was either the duration of Abmavina, which would make her quite old, and it doesn't even highlight that nace, but it was a nace because she was barren, and she waited many years, or 90 years of Sarah. And that's the dimion of a great Tzadikis who had to wait many years. That's an interesting mamatzina, by the way. Just the, the format of this limud in drush is a mamatzina. Mamatzina over here. We have no other raya. So with that lack of a raya, you compare it to the next closest thing. So mamatzina over there with 90 years, uh, 100 years, so too over here. That's the first shita. Shmuel banachman b'shem rabbienesan bas mea v'shleshim nifkida chana. She was 130 years old. Keshem shenifkida yecheved. What does Chana have to do with Yochevet? See, if you look at the asterisk there, there's a, just one line toward the middle of the page. Shmuel is Shokol. Kameisha, Desiv, Meisha, Vairam, Bekaina, Vashmuel, Bekari, Shmoy, as we say during Kabbalah Shabbos. So we compare it to, well, Meisha didn't wait. Aaron didn't wait. Yochevet did to have Meisha and Aaron, not in that order. So, Maban says over there, why is not highlighted? Do you remember? 130 years old? That eclipses the sorry man. And why is not highlighted? The answer is, the Ramban says it was an incredible nace. Hey, there were a lot of nisim going on, but he says a nace is only going to be marked down if the Navi calls it ahead of time, because that proves that it wasn't a coincidence. And by sorry man, the Malach came, made a scratch on the wall, and said, okay, Ischaya, you're going to be holding a baby. So it was an incredible nace, and it turns out that according to the second shita, Chana had a baby at 130 years old. It means she was davening for a long, long time. She was davening for a nace nigla. She was davening for a nace You know, they say today, the new 90 is the new 60. <laughs> so, that what they say? Uh, so, 130, uh, right, wasn't the Deris of Nayach. I, I agree, and that was. So you're asking Akasha. Nicely. Absolutely. And even then, people lived a lot longer then, by the way. So, we go back to the same Yisraelis from two weeks ago. And that is, and that's part of the Chiddush over here. She only had a right to do this, and she only kept on doing it because she's 100% Lashma. Otherwise, you can't make threats about being, become a suspected Saita and all the other things she said in that long Gemara, that fascinating Gemara. So only because she understood, and that's why Rav Desla says, it only worked now because Klaisol needed it so badly. It was Zeva, Zeva, Zegerim. We have a Zeva, Zeva, Zegerim and uh, we just started in the Shabbos here in genetics, so this is a Yeruchniyastik Zeva, Zegerim in Hilchas And that happens in life, not to such an extreme, obviously, she has Shemendus Klusim. And by the way, she's married to Okana. I'll give you a sneak preview of a very sad uh, Medrash on Pesel Micha, which we didn't even start yet, but it's next. 
after Shemshem, Pesamicha did so much damage that there was smoke coming up. Unfortunately, if you're going to, Bachmal Islam put a pestle somewhere, by the way, and start a, a shrine, which you shouldn't do. Metzashem, none of your descendants will. Whatever you do, don't put it right next to the Mishkan. That, like, it's another layer of chutzpah. And the Medrash describes the smoke from the Kabbalists and the smoke from Pesel Micha were coming up and combining with each other. And in Shemayim, there was such kas, he said, if I don't find one tzaddik that's going to save Klai Yisrael, it's going to be a big problem. That's how much damage it was doing. I'll show you this Medrash aside when we get there. And you'll never guess who that tzaddik was. Well, you can figure it out. And it's according to Madama Pesamicha was toward the end after Shimshon. So I gave you the answer even if you wouldn't be sitting in the shir. And that tzaddik was Alkana. So just remember who she's married to, I think, in a vacuum. Not taking anything away from Chana, but in a vacuum. If you have Chana and you have Alkana, who the whole world was existing because of his, his and her schusim now, and Klai so desperately needed it because of what was going on, then I guess you can ask for an Ezdengwa. But it's but you have to put all that together. So another two months remind me to get to that medrash, but it's, uh, it's quite, quite a medrash, and it shows you who we're dealing with. So it was a very unusual times. Okay, that's number one. Go to uh, page four. Show you just part of the Sefer Chesidim, because obviously if there's going to be a short list of Rachman things that could stop your tefillah, and we want to know about it sooner rather than later, which is really why I interrupted the middle. We have to go back, which we will tomorrow night, to the uh, second part of this uh, Nefesh HaChayim with the Midas HaDim Midas HaRachamim. all part of the same sugya. So the Sefer Chesidim gives you a short list. This is not an exhaustive list, clearly. There are many other things that play a role in the tefillah, yes, or Rachman's not, not getting accepted. But if the Sefer Chesidim pick this and the stipler chooses to quote it, it's certainly a list we want to know about before Myrov, before Shachar is tomorrow. So uh, let's see what he says. Take a look at page four. It's in Simon Tufresh Yud Beis, and the you checked it, right? Okay. Nobody. Okay, that's fine. Ksiv Besefer. That's good. We'd rather have the people sitting here. So, Kasa Besefer Hatshuva Shav Sadia Gain Bishvil Shiva Devarim Ain't Tzilasa Shaladam Neshmas. So this list is taken from Rav Sadia Gain. And I should really ask for the Mashiach because I mentioned uh, Yaina and he walks in. I just mentioned this, and Jonathan walks in. How are you, Jonathan? Good to see you. Had a procedure, that's why he hasn't been here. So we can ask maybe the Tfilus, we should talk, ask for more. So there are seven things that can cause Leilena a problem. And if you look at Ois Beis, he puts in Makara Chesed, Harishan, just putting in some words we need. Miyayim shenichtam gzadinam ain't filosa shal adam neshmas ve'ain asirasa v'chulu, which means that if there is something pending, something blocking, so to speak, uh, this will be an issue. And a gzard din is not something you can't change, but it's something that certainly can be an impediment that ha- one has to overcome. A gzard din sounds like very ominous. There are a million gzard dinim on every aspect and detail of our lives. It's not one gzard din, like a person is uh, 
out of time or something like that. It means there are many different impediments due to many different things that are going on that were not done correctly and that's by the person himself or by a function of Ivers or somebody should have helped out and didn't say anything which we're going to get back to as well. So Let's go back uh, to the uh, up top by the base. So we started off in the first Marmachum with Moshe Rabbeinu davening. He didn't even have to daven for more than a second, and he, the tefillah is accepted. And you go fast forward 40 years, which is very ironic. The first time we see Moshe Rabbeinu davening, the tefillah was, didn't even get out of his mouth and it was accepted. And the last time we find Moshe Rabbeinu davening, he davened Kaminyan Veschanan, and it was not accepted. And there's got to be something to that. It's the first and last tefillah. That's quite a, it's quite a contrast. And he's bringing a raya from the last tefillah. It's not a tiny Moshe Rabbeinu, just showing you that sometimes the Gzardin, for everybody's benefit at that point, but it can't be changed. And you remember that there are Medrashim, many Medrashim, many Mepharshim, uh, talk about the Kasha HaLadavrahu. Moshe Rabbeinu was better at than anybody else. Why couldn't he change it? If you daven well enough, the answer is it wasn't just about Moshe Rabbeinu, it was about the Moshe Rabbeinu shouldn't go into Eitz Yisrael, because if he went into Eitz Yisrael, he built a base of Eitz and then Klai Yisrael would have a problem if they do Averis, it would be destroyed. There are a lot of other Cheshbenes going on. There's never room for depression that Yatil is not getting accepted. There's room for Tikkun, there's room for trying harder. The understanding has to be there are a hundred million Cheshbenes going on. First one line. He was not answered, meaning the answer that he was looking for was the correct answer, obviously. So somebody asked me this last night, or was doing the share, somebody made the comment, and it's certainly true, just the only example we have is Moshe Rabbeinu. And that is, how do you know when to stop? The answer is, you don't. Unless you happen to be Moshe Rabbeinu, Davenin, Kaminyan, Veschanan, and the Madrashim over there comment, even by Moshe Rabbeinu, why did Hashem say to stop? Sooner or later he would have stopped? Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Kosh Baruch Hu said it's almost like a Chil Hashem that you keep trying and, and looks like the Odin is so focused and not giving in. It looks like there's Achzarius, Rachman Zaklape, Shamaya. So that look good. So stop davening. It's, it's not going to change. And he was told top davening. That's the first and last time in history I believe that happened. So what was the reason for Moshe? He says this is one of the seven. Reasons. The Gemara asked that. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. He, he's the seven reasons. The other ones he's going to mention are things that you could fix up. The first one is sometimes tefillah is not accepted because the gzar din will not be changed. That that's like almost like an introduction and. It, I don't know how common it is. We're not going to know how common it is. We only have one example where Moshe Rabbeinu L'Tavosoy and L'Tavos Klaisrol and the optics, if you'll call it, was told to stop davening. It didn't look good because it can cause people to think that you can daven and daven and not get what you're supposed to be getting. Do we know the answer is no? The answer is lie with an olive because it's not good for you. That was true over here, but it was also not good for Klaisrael. Moshe Ben as a leader had to share with that. That's why I mentioned that other Medrash. And therefore the Gzard didn't, didn't change. But it's possible. That's why the Sevech Sidim is bringing it from Rabbein Asajigan. I mentioned last night, the person has a right to stop or pull back and not do it as much 
if it's bringing them down and making them not as simchadik or it's interfering with the Zishavadas. And that's an important component of this. Here, Moshe Rabbeinu would have continued. Hashainis, number two. So this already the stipler mentioned at the end. With all the rules and regulations and tips and uh, aitzes and schoolers, if you don't treat davening as it should be treated and you're just saying the words, everybody has tchufas when they don't have kavana or enough kavana, but that's the number one thing to work on because otherwise just the chutzpah. The words won't work if you don't have kavana. They have kayach because anshikanestas, agadela, put it there. But it's a chutzpah that you're standing with an audience of the king and you're talking to him and paying attention to something else. That already is obviously not going to be a good schooler for the Kvot uh, Shemayim and therefore for the Schusim involved. So as Babla Kavan skip down to the next line, This is a very strong Lushan. He's bringing it from Rabbi Satera. Now, hopefully, we don't have anybody who's Sainia Satera. At least people are coming to Davin regularly. So, what does that mean? So he's going to explain. You see from the second part of the sentence. Sainia Satera, Ve'ena Makshiv Think about that line. Same sentence. Well, person hates Torah. He's obviously not listening too well. So it doesn't mean a Sainia is an apikarus, lahachasnik type of guy. It means if he's claiming, if you ask him, he claim, no, I love the term. Very makshiv Torah, makshiv halacha, and everything. He just never takes out the time to be medactic. So he's fooling himself. And if you're makshiv something, you'd be careful about it. And usually mistakes happen. But if mistakes always happen, that usually means you're not machshav. Let's take a kayin, for instance. Have a fine kayin over here. This never happens by him. You have a kayin who keeps accidentally stepping on kvarm. That can happen once in a blue moon. But if it happens consistently, that's not because he just can't get his footing. It's because he's not machshav the iser. Now, if a person keeps putting on shotness or always forgets to put in a tzitzis, which is not a chiv, but pretty foolish if you leave it out, that shows lack of Yerushalayim. That's why the Lushan here is so strong. He's a Sainé, so then he's a Sainé, he's also not listening to Debe The answer is no, he claims he's listening, but he's not. And that shows a lack of Chashiv's lack of regard, so we call him a Sainé. That's a pretty strong Lushan. And to Nishmas. Why not? He brings the Pasuk, V'chayim Siv, and Mishlei, Meser, Azna, Mishnaya, Teira, Mishmaya, Teira, Gam, Tfilosa, Teiva. That's a very, every Pasuk is strong and meaningful. But that's not a Raila Dover. That is what the Pasuk is saying. Meser, Azna, Mishmaya. Stop the guy and say, I'm nothing against the Loch I try to keep. I hope my kids go to the best yeshiva and everything. And Lamaisa, he keeps not doing what he's supposed to do on a very consistent basis and keeps slipping up on some basic things then Mesa Azna Mishmaitari means he's not really interested in learning what to do. And a person like that, Shamamel says, Gam Tfilosateva. See, here we have a new thing we never touched upon, and that is at the school of the Tfilos to be accepted is not just the Kavana, it's coming in as a person who's trying to do things right, even though he's not perfect, it's a work in progress, and that's fine. But he's with the program, and he's not afraid to learn things. I'm not talking about picking up every chum of the book. I'm not learning the basics. Sometimes, nobody here, I hope, but sometimes you ever come to somebody's, I don't want to learn that, uh, but you don't know, it doesn't hurt you. That's never true, except for one area of halacha, 
where he doesn't know yet it's not chal but that's not <laughs> it's not again there's a reason for that otherwise what you don't know can hurt you and if you swallow something that you should have known better and it has a lousy hechsher or it has no hechsher uh, that can cause tintam and and you can't say well I, I just didn't have time to check it out Ukehena, that all, all the system works like that so Shama Mel says We'll stop by the third. Tomorrow night we'll pick up the fourth and we'll go from there because you want to get everybody to Meyer on time because you want to have Kavana.